You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians and we talk about their lives, their music, and most importantly, craft beer. Week number three of my Heavy Montreal interviews. I just have to take a little moment to thank all the Vox and Hops heads out there that took the time and uh, pre-ordered the very first Vox and Hops shirt, the Enjoy Life Metal and Craft Beer t-shirt that I put up for pre-order. It went up last Sunday, and uh, it's already sold out. So uh, a huge shout-out to all of you who uh, supported the podcast by picking up a shirt. I always say that uh, there is no podcast without all your support, and it is absolutely true. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. I am in awe. I am completely shocked and amazed at all your support, and I really, really appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to sending these shirts out to all of you. On today's podcast, I'm with Maurizio Icano from Cataclysm. Here it is, episode number 50 of Vox and Hops. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today I'm with Maurizio Icano from Cataclysm. What's up? We are at Heavy Montreal. I love this fucking festival. It's great. It's, uh, you know it. it's a sense of pride. Yeah. To to have a festival that lives up to Wacken. Yeah. Lives up to Hellfest. Yeah. Be a metro right away from my house. <laughs> You're, yeah, you got it. For me, for me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. This is. Uh, it's a pinnacle festival, actually, not only for Canada, but also for Quebec, obviously, but uh, for North America. I, I think, think so, too. And it's it gives a platform to uh, a lot of underground bands also, because there's a lot of festivals in the U.S., but they cater to the same old bands. They don't give opportunities to more underground bands. Yeah, Montreal, with a heavy MTL, is able to do that. So like, you got Summer Slaughter here and all this stuff, so it's really cool. Yeah, a lot of the North American festivals tend to be makeshift, thrown yeah. together. Not taken seriously. They had Mayhem that was running for a few years. Right, right. And then it just dissipated very quickly. Whereas this is something I see going far for many years and just right. growing bigger and bigger. I agree. I first met you, Summer Slaughter, 2008. Mm-hmm. It was my first big fucking US tour. Right. And you were and still are just mm-hmm. the nicest guy to me. Thank you. Thank so you. So supportive of me. I was in this crisis mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just having joined Cryptopsy. Yeah, not fans. an easy band to, 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 you know, shoes to fill in. I think I feel you because I, I went through it exactly. with Sylvain, so it's not a not an easy thing, you know. People people get uh, married to certain things and they want to stick with that, and life changes, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I think you've done a you know phenomenal job with Cryptopsy. So, my hats to you, you know. Thank you. That means a lot. In the end, in the end, it's it's about. It's about you being happy and 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 knowing that you're doing the right thing. That's you correct. I mean? That's correct. I That's feel like I, I absolutely feel that I've grown into the role yeah. over the years, and I'm very satisfied with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I do remember on that summer slaughter, you told me you shouted to the crowd, "Thank you for giving me a chance." Yeah. And I started doing it. Yeah. And I would get a big pop every night, and I was yeah, like, yeah. "Yeah." I just kept doing it. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. fucking awesome. Do you remember yeah. that? Okay, I, cool, I remember cool, all cool. Of these. Things. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 it's it's part of the thing about being a metalhead the humbleness exactly you know if, if if we give up that part a lot of bands do and then it it just dissipates i think i think the uh, the the appeal dissipates with fans these fans are not the same as the fans that like are in different styles of music that are there only for three four years they could be there forever 
It's just about how they feel accommodated with you. You know what I mean? And the sense of brotherhood. Absolutely. You know, it's it's you're not you know you don't do metal just to make money. This is not a place where you make a lot of money. This is a place where you have to live it, understand it. You know what I mean? And and you're a fan as much as you are a musician. It, that's that's how it is. So and you guys yeah. are like us. Like we could wear the clothes. Like right. what I do, I wear the clothes that I'm wearing, right. and, and I go climb on stage. Onto stage. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. need a fucking costume. Yeah. I, I just, I just, my 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 shirt was drenched. Or else I still have it. That's right. I don't need a costume to step up. And right. I feel like, yeah, yeah. I'm one of the dudes in the right. pit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And that's something that is true with death metal that I really appreciate. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Let's talk about beer because sure. Vox and Hops is all about beer. Okay. Today we this are going to be awesome. drinking Griffin Town. Okay. From Brasar de Montreal. This gr- this is uh, the new area in Montreal, right? That is correct. Like, unfortunately, not unfortunately, I do. Love where I live right now, but I do miss Montreal a lot. And it's, I know that my all my family's like, oh, Griffin Town's the place to be. I, I ate at a pizzeria around there called Moretti's. Um, I've heard the name. It's really cool. And so, cheers, yeah. Cheers to Griffin Town, yeah. The new hipster <laughs> hangout. Very good. It's a smooth, drinkable ale. Very good. Yep. Blonde ale. Yeah. Very smooth. I enjoy it very much. It's no aftertaste. With this uh, hot yeah, weather, yeah. It's, it's no aftertaste is yeah. a big thing for me. When I drink beer, it's like. I don't like beer that's like just staggering, you know, in there. And I like beers that you can taste it and then and does you know dissipates and you can drink again. You mentioned that you live in Chicago now. Yeah. Before we started recording. Yeah. And uh, for me, I see Chicago being like a mecca for craft beer. Yeah. So, do you have any favorite craft beers, uh, breweries, my, my, breweries that from Chicago well, that the, you you visit or that you drink when you're at home? There's there's a lot of breweries in Chicago. I mean, it's. Uh, it's a very important place for it, but for me, I, I'm I'm a big uh, Green Line uh, um, fan. I like that that IPA. As far as craft breweries, that's that's what I like a lot. Um, but they they have a lot of different uh, breweries out there that are micro, and and it's it's a mecca for real. Like I mean, you have you can literally go every. Like, they have garage places where it's like used to be a garage. Yes, the yes. mechanic type, and of someone place. flipped it into. They flipped it into a, a brewery, and I, one is in Lyons, where I first um, lived. I lived in Chicago in the city in the beginning, and but then I moved into the suburbs, and one of the towns was Lyons, and they had it's called Bucktown, I think. It's called Bucktown, something like that, uh, a, a brewery, and and that's right in Lyons, and their thing is that you go in this garage place. And they got a bar and everything, and in the back they have the brewery. I fucking love shit like that. And it just comes right out of it, and they serve you. It's cool. So Chicago is very known for it all over the city, you know. So um, I I like craft beer, but if I drink too much of it, I'm going to blow up. So (laughs) I I, I kind of limit myself to, to drinking one or two here and there to taste them. Uh, and my doctor said, yeah, you could drink wine. That's a problem when he says that, right? Because yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, I can well, drink wine. my wine. doctor said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. I know that you guys made a beer. Cataclysm has a beer. Let's talk about that. Yeah. How did that come together? Who brewed it? So. We uh, we did an open air once uh, in, I think it was, I think it was a grass pub. And the, there was a microbrewery that was there. They came out uh, to see us, and uh, they proposed to have a deal to make our beer. And I was like, okay. And I was surprised because it's not, I don't, you know, so many huge bands there, and they came to us about it. And it was on the French part of, of the Belgian, uh, I think in Wallon, whatever, mm-hmm, like area. Mm-hmm. And the guys wanted to have Cataclysm. The guy's a huge fan of the band and wanted to do his, the Cataclysm beer. And then we decided, uh, why not? And and we visited the facilities, 
And uh, we thought it was cool because it was very small type of thing, but very known in Belgium, you know, not really outside Belgium, but really strong in Belgium. But their distribution network got bigger and bigger. And so now we're distributed in, in Belgium, Holland, France, uh, some places in England as well. And we're starting to get into Italy now and different countries. Yeah, it's so cool. And I, it's doing I, well. I thought it was a one-off. No, no, I, it's, it's actually still, your it's still, beer. Yeah, and it's, it's out it's, there still. It's still selling. Yeah. How does and that work? Do they give you like a percentage, or they give yeah, you a we get a percentage or? of sales That's off the so top? So cool. Uh, it, I mean, it's not a huge. It's of not course, a, you do. No, I'm not going to do it. And uh, it's not a huge percentage, but you know, we get royalties uh, awesome. twice a year, and it's good and. It's getting bigger and bigger, actually. And it's called La Tabernac. La, you know, Saint Tabernac. Saint Tabernac. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. style of beer is it? It's, it's, a, it's a blonde. It's a blonde. It has a little bit of a champagne taste to it. This this one? <laughs> oh, yes. There you go. Thank yeah. you. And it's 6.6% yeah, yeah, alcohol. Yeah. And they wanted, to do it, they wanted to do it a bit uh, lower. But we were like, if you're going to do a 6%, let's just add the 6.6 six to it. Fucking right. That's smart. And let's just do that and, and market it that way. And then they were cool. And then they did it. Because in Belgium, they don't drink beers under 5%. That's right. So we were kind of screwed in, in a sense of like, we can't sell this in the States. Because this in the US is very difficult to get people to drink a, the import, a white. That's the, the importation. Yeah, because it's really a white hard. beer. It's kind of like a white. It's it's uh, almost like it's it's... Um, new ash, like a wheat beer, like yeah, a cloudy, like a cloudy, cloudy. It's yeah, yeah. A cloudy and white, and and then you drink it, and you know you have two or three, and you're done <laughs> because it just hits so hard, but it's also a, a bit heavy. That's Santa yeah, Balnac. Santa Balnac. So it has a bit right. of a That's amazing. Taste to it. Oh, cool! I have cool. to get one. Yeah, well, we, we have some, so we Do can you? get you a case tonight. Yeah, yeah. Not here. Ah. No, we don't have you. Yeah. I mean, my bass player probably has them at the house, but no, we didn't bring any here. I need to hang out with him more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we're trying to bring it here in Canada. There has a couple of stores had it, but the import uh, cost here it's too heavy. I know, yeah. So it kills us for it. We'd have to produce it out here, you know what I mean? I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're super busy. Mad, no, I thank you, man. I thank you for doing this with me. I appreciate it. And you're the only one that offered me a beer. I'm a happy boy right now. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank for you, man. Time. Cheers, yeah. brother. All the best. Hey, thank you all so much for listening right to the end. As I mentioned during the podcast with Maurizio, uh, he's always been just super nice to me, uh, someone that I've looked up to uh, as a frontman and as a singer who has had to step in and fill in for another iconic Quebecois death metal vocalist. A huge shout out to you, Maurizio. I really appreciate you taking the time and sitting down with me at Heavy Montreal. Coming up this week also on the podcast, I have Kyle Anderson from Brand of Sacrifice, and I also have Alex Erien from Despise Icon and Obey the Brave. Don't miss those. Check them out. I have to give a huge shout out to Mary Madou Langlois from Brasseur de Montréal for hooking me up with all the beers that I shared with all of my guests at this year's Heavy Montreal. I greatly appreciated it, and I know that they did as well. So cheers to you, Mary Madou. I hope that you have a great week. I hope you have a great weekend. And I hope that you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Fox and Offsets. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little, a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work, but we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... 
hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers, think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind Podcast. <laughs>